The Wellness at Work podcast is brought to you by Amicus, hosted by Lisa Mahoney. That's me. Amicus is but a wee Scottish tech for good company, driven by its values of trust, accessibility and privacy. But I'm not here today to talk about our tech product and what we do day to day, but more the culture that we've worked really hard to create within our company that really has employee well-being at the very heart of it. And right now, employers are facing a big problem. Mental health issues are on the rise and budgets are tighter than ever. How do we navigate this situation? I pulled together some friends of mine, some contacts, the things that we've learned and, well, my general passion for wellness to bring this podcast to you in the hope that we can give you practical advice on how you can improve and create well-being programs in your companies on a shoestring budget. Let's get into it. So it's my pleasure to introduce uh, Jessica Boston to the Wellness at Work podcast. She is a leading transformational hypnotherapist based in London and uh, much to my delight Jessica is actually a a friend of mine and someone that I've also worked with. Um, She's supported me with with some uh, mental health issues that I've suffered with in the past and um, yeah, what I wanted to talk to Jessica about today is the idea of the, what role confidence plays in the workplace and how employers can potentially impact the level of confidence that their employees have. Um, and I just, I've taken a little line from your website, which I just want to recite because I just really like it. And I think people will resonate, um, which is I help ambitious creatives overcome perfectionism, procrastination and self-doubt so that they can choose a life of freedom. And who would want that for their employees? <laughs> um, so yeah, welcome Jessica. Thank you for coming along. Um, so I, I was hoping we could just kind of kick off with you just telling us a little bit about what role you think confidence is playing in this new world that we're living in, uh, where life and work is blended and you know that seems like it's just going to continue for the foreseeable future. Well, confidence always has its role at any stage in life, regardless of whether or not it, you know, we're going through a big change like we are at the moment, where also our sort of illusion of certainty is being thrown up in the air because we don't really know what's going on and we don't really know how things are going to pan out. And the thing is, we never do, but normally we can sort of construct an idea of what might be, you know, we say, right, this week is going to be like any other week, and I'm going to get up and I'm going to put on my clothes and go to work and then I'll come home and eat my soup yeah. based on what I did yesterday. At the moment, everything, there's a sort of constant bombardment of information that says we don't really know what the future is going to look like. And that is causing a lot of anxiety because anxiety is, you know, our, our illusion of certainty helps um, establish whether or not we're going to have anxiety. Mm-hmm. So com- always relevant more than confidence what I would say is very important is our ability to trust because that's essentially the foundation for our confidence whether or not we can trust the environment that we're in and whether or not we can trust ourselves to be able to um, navigate the environment that we find ourselves in so confidence is is always important because it impacts um, you know, the trust that we have in ourselves impacts our confidence and our confidence impacts whether or not we believe that we're going to be able to do well in the role. Mm. 
yeah, that's super interesting. And I think, you know, one of the biggest issues we have right now is there's nobody on the planet that can offer us certainty about what will or won't happen um, at this moment in time. Uh, there are probably people that are more clued up than others, like, you know, experts on epidemiology, but uh, the workplaces, I mean, I mean, I think what, what has happened is this kind of um, flattened the hierarchy in organizations. And, you know, whereas in the past, employees would kind of look to their, their leaders within the company for, well, in their eyes, certainty, but obviously it's more the illusion of certainty, answers, wanting to know, like, when am I going to get back into the office? When am I going to have my life back? When am I going to be able to experience work in the way that I experienced it before? And that's just something that companies and leaders within companies just can't offer right now. So I wonder if there's anything that employers can be doing to support their employees with, um, you know, feeling a sense of trust towards themselves and their employers and potentially obviously confidence as well. And I'm not 100% clear on how those things are connected, but um, perhaps you could offer some insight on that. Well, I would start by saying, first of all, be aware that you've probably got a lot of employees that are suffering with anxiety at the moment because a lot of their identity has been questioned, a lot of their certainty has been questioned. So be aware that that's probably something that they're experiencing. And when we are anxious, our unconscious is, you know, more active than when we are calm and peaceful. And it is essentially just listening out for the messages that confirm the reality it already believes. So it's listening for the lack of certainty, it's listening for the danger. And if you've got a manager or somebody, yeah, somebody senior than you who is sending out messages that can be feeding the narrative that they're already holding on to, you could be creating more anxiety just in the way that you are carrying yourself. And you'll think of it like on an airplane, if you're afraid of flying, the person afraid of flying is looking at the at the at the, the people working on the plane and you know oh they look a bit nervous why are they nervous yeah. always look that knows more than you for, right. for your messaging and if your messaging is 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 inconsistent you are essentially creating more anxiety so it's all very well and good to organize a lovely wellness meeting for the team to show that you care about anxiety, but if the next day you're sending out a mixed message that undermines that, don't bother. <laughs> you know, just it's as the as the person, think of it a bit like a dog. A dog receives one clear message about what's going on in their environment. They've got lots of messages that are contradictory. You confuse them and it picks the easiest message. When we're afraid, we're the same. So be consistent in the messages that you're giving the people around you about their certainty and um, that will decrease their anxiety mm -hmm. so i can't offer a hot tip like you know just breathe because to me <laughs> they're on a broken arm that's a very nice tip and it's very easy and it's what everyone would like to hear but really dealing with anxiety and trust is a holistic thing you have to be looking at the wholeness of everything to yeah. make something better absolutely 
Um, I wanted to briefly mention as well that um, you have a fantastic album, which I think is on Spotify. It's on Spotify. Yeah, so um, I was very lucky and I was introduced to the album early last year um, when I was experiencing some anxiety. And um, it's, uh, perhaps you could just describe the, the purpose that it serves because I've, you'll do a much better job than me. <laughs> well, it is a journey essentially that you can listen to the album as a whole, as a whole experience to, to have a conversation with your unconscious. And then when you've done that a few times, because it takes you through lots of different stages. So it, it creates a safe place within you then it helps you process uh, negative emotions or just reframe them, gain a different sense of perspective on them and understand them from a wider perspective. Then to um, alleviate, alleviate no, accentuate positive messages within and then to connect to this sense of trust, which is a big part of what I believe to be important, the idea of trusting all the parts of yourself and then trusting your space in the you know, in the greater collective. Mm -hmm. so the idea is that after you've listened to it a few times through, then you can listen to the messages that you need as and when you need them. Like, oh, I feel a bit disconnected from the people in my life. And I'm going to listen to this one. Or I need to be back connected with my sense of being able to trust myself, which essentially I believe to be the most important messages because you need to be able to trust yourself, to trust others, to trust everything. Yeah, absolutely. And just speaking from my own experience, the way that I used it was, and this was obviously advice that you gave me, that there's certain tracks that, you know, you don't have to be lying down, like ready for sleep to listen to it. It's something that you can be, I, I used to listen to it when I was out walking. Um, and when I was uh, struggling with anxiety, one of the things that, you know, anyone that's suffered with this will know is that it's really difficult to be sat in quiet because you're your thoughts are just constantly racing um and what i found was that it just really like if i was doing something physically with my body and then i had that to listen to it was significantly reducing my anxiety because it was giving my body and mind something to do um and i would sometimes listen to it while i was doing like the washing up or whatever i actually listened to a track the other day while i was doing the washing up because i was like oh that was a nice thing that i used to listen to and i do just feel better when i listen to it so um it's definitely something that i think you know it, it's not for everyone obviously like it, particularly in a workplace setting some people might feel that it's not them it doesn't it doesn't feel like them but my experience of it has been incredibly positive and i've Obviously, uh, I am an open-minded person, but um, it's not anything that I've ever experienced before. It's not something that I'm well-versed in. Um, I didn't need that kind of knowledge in order to enjoy it and get something from it. So it could potentially be a great resource for employers to share with their employees as something to kind of reduce the stress bucket somewhat that gets quite full um, and causes a lot of anxiety. Um, to, to have something be effective, I believe very strongly that the mistake that a lot of people make in wellness is they're talking to the conscious mind. The conscious mind already knows that the anxiety is irrational, that the behaviour is silly. The unconscious has its reasons. If you aren't talking to the unconscious, if you aren't engaging the unconscious, and this is really, I mean, at the heart of what I believe is that 
so much of meditation is about relaxing and being still and be quiet. And yeah, that's great. But actually, that's not the outcome. And this is where people get confused. You aren't relaxing the mind to change and you are exciting the mind. You are giving the unconscious hope again. And you're giving the unconscious something else. I mean, it feels like it's been flung out at sea. You're handing us a life raft. And just one little message that inspires a bit of hope in the unconscious is enough to greatly change it. But if you're talking to the conscious, don't bother, you've got the wrong manager. They already know, you've got the wrong ear. And this is honestly the, the most frustrating respect of, of what happens in, in change work. Yeah. You don't demand into change, you excite it into change. And you excite the unconscious. That's fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think we'll probably leave it there, um, but thank you so much. I think that was really useful and a, a, a slightly um, alternative approach to um, combating, you know, everything that's going on right now in a way that's, it's just, it's just a mindset, isn't it? It's come to, there's no cost attached to, to just changing the way you think about your employees' well-being. Um, I think that's brilliant and uh, hopefully some people will We'll take it on board and and i think the consistency message in particular is something that is, is so so important um so yeah i hope people find a lot of value in, in what you've said there i'm sure they will and um, so thank you very much for joining me don't, don't make it so all or nothing it doesn't have to be that now you are you know perfectly consistent just do something more just be aware of, of your behavior because yeah. i think think that by giving the illusion of safety they're given safety but you might be giving your own illusion of safety rather than the illusion of safety of the person that you're dealing with so just consider that if you've got 20 very anxious people on your team you could be doing better there's something going on there don't pass the blame and just say oh it's just about the time that we're living in okay yeah anxious time the papers don't help but maybe you could be doing something to reassure and help them see that there's more safety than they believe there is. Yeah. That information. It's just being, just being a bit more truthful with this thing. I love that. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, thanks for agreeing to do this. It's been fab to, fab to speak to you um, and hear your fantastic brain <laughs> doing its thing. Thank you. All right. Speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to the Wellness at Work podcast brought to you by Amicus and hosted by Lisa Mahoney. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen.